0: Tonight, we're going to be talking about salvation. Jesus died on the cross for you and I and was resurrected that we would have new life. Now, quick disclaimer, I cannot explain to you in 10 or 12 minutes. See, I gave myself some extra time. I can't explain to you everything you need to know about salvation. But what I can do is hopefully give you a foundation and a hunger for Jesus that leaves you wanting to explore the rest of your life. What does it mean to have faith in Jesus? What does it mean be saved this is so much more than kind of an emotional moment where a preacher counts to three and you raise your hand this is lifelong revelation lifelong healing lifelong freedom as you gain a better understanding of what does it mean to be saved by faith through grace and i've always been really careful to not exclude the old testament when talking about jesus because matter of fact the entire old testament points to Jesus. And there may not be a single person in the Old Testament that points to Jesus more than Moses. Moses was actually a Messiah, if you will, to God's people. He wasn't the Messiah, but he did save them. He did lead them out of slavery, out of Egypt. And an interesting parallel is God made sure that Moses was raised in Egypt. And then Moses led the people out of egypt with signs and wonders and parted the red sea and and stopped the you know led them away from the plague powerful powerful revelation and just like moses god had jesus be raised in the world and jesus came that he might lead us out of the world what does that mean jesus is not going to take us up on a rocket ship to heaven when i mean lead us out of the world the bible tells us that we are in the world but we're not of it so all the fear the anxiety the stress the guilt and the shame that plague our society jesus came to lead us out of that so we could be not just of the world we'd be in it but we wouldn't be of it and so there's so many beautiful parallels between jesus and moses and you got to know that god's people viewed moses in the same light that they would have viewed the coming messiah this is actually very important to know because one of the reasons Why they wanted Jesus to be crucified is that they believed he was breaking the laws that Moses had given them. And so I want you to catch this, it's very important. One of the biggest roadblocks to their faith in Jesus is when Jesus didn't do things through the same system that they had learned. Woo, I am preaching already on Good Friday. Isn't this system of getting the good news to you completely different than what we're used to? And yes, I do miss it, but we can miss Jesus sometimes if we're too concerned that He's not doing it through the same systems that He's always done, and I, I, I want to encourage you that I know a lot has changed during this time, but Jesus is still our Lord and Savior. And so they had a struggle with with Jesus because He didn't do it the way that He had. That they had thought he would do it. They were awaiting a new Moses, if you will, a Messiah, and they were awaiting a new covenant because they had broken the covenant with Moses. They had broken all the laws of God. So they were awaiting God to do two things. Bring a new Moses, if you will, a Messiah, and bring a new covenant. I want to read Luke chapter 9 because it's a powerful verse in scripture. Luke chapter 9 verses 28 through 35 that say about eight days later, Jesus took, I don't know what happened. It was eight days after something, but please read it. I'm trying to get you to read your Bible, but it says about eight days later, Jesus took Peter, John, and James up on a mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face, Jesus, was transformed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared and began talking with Jesus. They were glorious to see, and they were speaking about his Exodus from the world. Most of what uh, is told about Moses, a lot of it, if you will, was told in the Old Testament book of Exodus. And it says they were speaking about Jesus' Exodus from the world, which was about to be fulfilled in Jerusalem. Peter and the others had fallen asleep. When they woke up, they saw Jesus' glory and the two men standing with him. As Moses and Elijah were starting to leave, Peter, he was kind of a knucklehead throughout scripture, Peter, not even knowing what he was saying, blurted out, Master, it's wonderful for us to be here. Let's make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. I find it interesting that God created a situation where Moses and Elijah transfigured out of heaven to have a conversation with Jesus about an exodus. What does exodus mean? It means an exit. They were talking about Jesus' departure, his exit and his death. I can't imagine what this conversation would have been like. I wish I was there. Well, it says later they were terrified, so maybe I don't wish I was there. But I wonder if Moses was asking Jesus' question, what is your exodus going to look like? And Jesus would ask Moses, even though Jesus would know he's God, but I wonder what that conversation looked like. Here's what I do know. I do know that Jesus completed, by faith in him, an exodus that Moses never got to experience. Moses actually was successful at leading God's people out of Egypt. Signs and wonders, 10 plagues, parted the Red Sea with his staff and led all God's people through the Red Sea. The Bible tells us the Red Sea closed up over the Egyptians. Freeing, bringing salvation to God's people, but then, when Moses led God's people into the wilderness to worship, yes, he was successful getting them out of Egypt, but he was unsuccessful getting Egypt out of them. Woo, that is a good word, Pastor Julian, I hope you're amening right in your living room. it's not just salvation is not just. Jesus getting us out of a bad situation, it's getting all the things that situation deposited in us, out of us. This is salvation, and the truest way I can explain it. Salvation is getting you out of something bad, but also getting something bad out of you. It's not just Jesus coming to make sure that we can all go back to work, I hope you do, but what has being at home put on the inside of you? or what has been at home revealed that has been there the whole time. Deep down, that's what we need to be saved from. And this was the, the, the goal of the new Moses, if you will, the Messiah, to get us out of something bad, but also to get something bad out of us. I believe for the last 100 years, we have seen more salvations. I mean, I can't count them but many people would agree it is possible that in the last hundred years, we have seen more salvations than ever before. Matter of fact, my prayer for this weekend, pastors are praying all over the world for salvation to come, that you would be introduced to your Lord and Savior, your Messiah, that the Red Sea of your fears, the Red Sea of your shame, the Red Sea of your guilt and discouragement and depression would be parted by the Spirit of God and that you would allow Jesus to lead you into the promised land, which is peace and hope and joy and forgiveness. That is what this weekend has been about for years. And I think it should have been. But one of the things that I believe that maybe has been under communicated is not only did Jesus come to save, Get us out of bad things and get bad things out of us. But he also came to bring the new covenant, a new promise. And you want to know what that new promise is? We're in it right now. It was prophesied about in the book of Jeremiah, and I'm going to read it to you. Jeremiah 31 says this. The day is coming when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. This covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and brought them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant, though I loved them as a husband loves his wife, says the Lord. But this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my instructions deep within them and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. And the next sentence, says that they won't need their neighbor to teach them for they will all know the Lord. Did you hear what I just said? The new covenant involves less dependence on people needing to tell you because God is telling you directly. If we are not in that season, I don't know what season we are in. You are at home and yes, I can shoot videos until my lips are chapped. But you've got to hear from God for yourself. And the new covenant is that God promises that he would speak to you directly. And not that teachers wouldn't have their place, but that you would be less reliant on them than you've always been. A new Messiah, if you will, and a new covenant. Jesus came to do what Moses could not do. Lead us out of something, but also get that same something out of us. But not just that, by the Spirit of the Lord, which is what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. He wants you to be filled with his Spirit to get all those things out of you so that you would not be as reliant as you have always been on what people have to tell you about what God told them. Because you're filled with the Holy Spirit, God would tell you directly. And that is part of the new covenant. If that's you and you're listening in your living room, I want to give you this as plain as I can. I know you're not perfect, I'm not perfect either. I know you have sin because I have sin. Jesus came and died on the cross. Hopefully you watch Wednesday night so that you could be forgiven of what you owed God because you owed God a great lifestyle living like Jesus. You would be forgiven but that sin would be removed. That is what this is all about and that is salvation, that those things are removed from you but also paid for. And Jesus did all that on the cross. So right now, wherever you're at, would you accept true salvation, true salvation? And tomorrow, would you tune back in to accept the new covenant where you would be filled with the Spirit of God so that you could hear from God directly? We're gonna pray for you right now. Just repeat after me. Father in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for me. This is what Good Friday is about. I am forgiven of my sin, and my sin is removed from me. And Father, I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit so that I can hear from you directly, not just when Pastor Julian is speaking, but in your word and in your presence. I want to be saved, and I want to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen.